It was the cupcakes that saved her. Leilani Truesdale thought about that as she carefully extracted the center from the final Black Forest cupcake, then set the core aside and picked up the pastry bag of raspberry truffle filling. She breathed in the mingled scents of dark chocolate and sweet berries. It was inspiring, really, how much power a single sweet cup of baked deliciousness could wield. Cupcake salvation. Lonnie shifted the tip into position. So, it's all on you, my tasty little friends. Work your magic. Heal me now. She focused intently, fiercely even, on her way to piping the precise amount of filling into each and every one of the 156 cupcakes that lined the racks on the stainless steel work table in front of her, which was totally unnecessary. The fierce focusing, not the filling. She could fill a table of cupcakes blindfolded in her sleep, with one hand tied behind her back, possibly on one foot. She'd never done it, but she'd take the bet. Of course, there were other things she'd never done before, big things, important things, that she'd also taken the bet on. And those bets had all paid off, every last one. So she should feel confident, right, about this most recent bet, this huge, ridiculous gamble that kept her awake every night wondering what in the hell she'd been thinking? Had she been completely insane, walking away from the career she'd slaved actual blood, sweat, and many, many tears to construct in New York City to start over on Little Sugarberry Island and open her own shop? Who did that? I did, she said out loud, rather defiantly, hoping the statement alone would inspire confidence. It wasn't like she couldn't go back to New York if all else failed. She hadn't hated her life there. Exactly. So she had a backup plan, if absolutely necessary. Her cell phone buzzed in her chef's jacket pocket. Frowning, she set the pastry bag down and wiped her hands before digging it out. Only one person would be calling her at the crack of dawn. She hit the mute button on the stereo remote, silencing the cantina band from the Star Wars soundtrack. Everyone had their own mixtape. Hers just happened to be made up of her favorite movie theme song hits. Then touched speakerphone before propping it on the work table. Hey, Charlotte, Lonnie said in greeting. What's up, besides us pastry chefs? She picked up the bag again and went back to work, too antsy to stand still and chat. Antsy and angry. You sound awake, Charlotte said, which means you're in the kitchen. Where else would I be? You live in Georgia now, where even pastry chefs probably sleep past 5 a.m. Not if they want to get their product baked and frosted before opening, they don't. You're not in Atlanta. How many cupcakes could the entire island of Sugarbury consume in a day? Char, answer me this. How many racks of cupcakes are in front of you right now? Lonnie didn't answer, on the grounds that the truth would totally incriminate her. Friends could, occasionally, be a pain in the butt, especially best friends. They knew too much. Chocolate? Charlotte prodded. Lonnie sighed. 156, Black Forest. At Charlotte's continued silence, she sighed again. 
Okay, okay, with raspberry truffle filling and Dutch chocolate ganache frosting. Oh no, I'm too late. You already heard. I have to make these. Lonnie tried not to sound defensive, knowing she failed even as she said the words. They're for the Kiwanis Club. What on earth is a Kiwanis? Charlotte asked. Never mind. I don't think I want to know, much less why they're congregating in clubs. It's all part of the annual fall festival here, Lonnie explained. It starts with a huge community dinner tonight. The Kiwanis raises money for local civic improvements, so I'm contributing cupcakes to help the cause.